0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Ashley McAllister. And me, Matthew Ali. And this is episode 39. Take it away, Matt.
1: okay so um how are you actually
0: oh i thought you were gonna sing for us
1: uh no no Jingle. no do you know though actually my voice is getting a little bit better i was making dinner the other day um for the week in the kitchen and i had myself a little singing session and it went on for about an hour and my housemates were home and i didn't care and it was um it was very good i will say it was pretty much just like the whole back catalog of boys to men yeah but did john and ben think it was good that's the thing honestly they did. They gave me a round of applause. No. It wasn't, no, they didn't. They didn't say anything. John was just like, oh, have a little singing session, are we?
0: I can imagine you turn around like all the neighbors are in your front room and you're like, oh, my God, I didn't know. It was a whole show
1: going on. <laughs> no, I closed the windows. And stuff, so it was so hot in the kitchen and the dryer was on. So I was sweating. I think that's why it was good, because like the air was really moist and hot and I was sweating loads. But yeah, I think it just gave me some loose vocal cords ready to sing.
0: La 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 la.
1: I was just thinking about Sister Act 2 literally a moment ago. such a good film.
0: Such a good film. Is it better than the first though?
1: I think so, but I've only I've seen. Sister Act. Did we have this? Talk? Did we talk? Yeah, we didn't have this conversation. Did we talk about this in in Dublin? Didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And you were like, no, number one is better, and I was like, no, number two is better because the music, like number one, is very churchy, very classical, whatever. But um, this is all like, you know.
0: Number one's church. not churchy. It's all, it's all like the divas.
1: What? How do we get to this?
0: Because you were singing and I went, la, 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 la.
1: Oh, yeah. No, um, but my week's been good. My week's been pretty good, actually. A little bit busy. You have to watch Love Island. Listen, Ashley McAllister. Nah. Ashley, I swear never. to God. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs>
0: Never gonna happen.
1: The other yesterday Never gonna happen. Yesterday, well. right? So there's this girl called Mora in it, right? And she's Irish and she's a little bit of like a she's almost like a cougar, a little bit of a bloodhound. She's very like um I wanna say bodacious, is that a word? It's a word. With like the word she says about like getting with guys wanting to kiss them and stuff. And she had won a prize to go into like um, a room alone with one of the guys that shit off her choosing. So she chooses this one guy, Tom, who she'd kissed earlier on in the day because he was quite forward. And he was there with the lads and stuff, the boys, the boys, the lads, the lads. And then he says to them, in earshot of her, she goes to collect him. Let's see if she's more than just all talk. And then she was like, what did you say? First he said like, oh, what, nothing, I didn't say anything. And then she was like, no, what did you say? And he's like, I just said, you know, let's see if you're more than all chat. And then she was just like, what the fuck are you saying that for? And all the boys are going crazy, jumping around, being like, "He spiked it up! He spiked it up! He spiked it up!" And then, so today, there's going to be like a, the culmination of that where He was just an absolute dick. You know when you said something wrong and you know you have, and there's just no backtracking. Ah, oh, so good, so good. You need to watch it. I kind of, I cannot express mm. how good it was.
0: that might have been better if I knew anything that was happening. There. Oh
1: well. <laughs> I didn't. I love it.
0: I was <laughs> just like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, I don't. It's not for me. No, I couldn't. I don't like really
1: like reality TV.
0: The thing is, I do like it, but as soon as I watch it, I get sucked in, and then I just
1: know I have to watch every episode, and then it's just such a waste of time. Well, most TV is. Don't think about it. Although it is a lot. I was thinking about this. I was watching a lot of TV recently, and I just finished something called Shit's Creek, which is also outstanding. Have you seen that? No.
0: You told me to watch that in Dublin,
1: now. Oh my goodness! It's so good. Um, but you just think, like, really, like, you're just watching TV and it just like to pass the time and stuff. And um, I'm not normally one for watching TV at this point in my life because I seem to be, like, busy or whatever. But I had, um, I didn't, I ended up staying in on Friday because I don't want to go out. And so I just watched, like, hours of TV and it was so good. But it is, I guess, essentially a waste of time.
0: You know what I watched all the other night?
1: What have you watched? I watched boxing and I watched
0: mixed martial arts and UFC.
1: As if. Only because the guys are in, like, skimpy shorts.
0: No, I, I was running at my mates and they were watching it and we stayed up. Well, they stood up later than me. I got tired about one o'clock, but they're like, oh, we're starting to watch this big fight at three. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to bed at one, thanks. <laughs> so I had no fucking clue what was going on. Everything had to be explained to me. I was like, so why why is he getting a break? Like, why, are they, why is he fighting for five minutes, three rounds at five minutes? I, just had, I had no idea what was going on. And then this one bit, there's, basically there's a guy from up the road, from us in Straban, and he was fighting. It was all over in London. And I was like, "But this is really boring because he's just they're just they're both like just grappling on the floor." And I was like, "This is the where's the kicks, where's the punches?" And the two guys I was with, they're like, "This is unreal, mate. Like, do you know what what body strength it takes just to hold him down?" And I'm like, "This is fucking shit. I signed up for a fight, not for fucking just two guys hugging each other really tightly on the floor."
1: Would you go and really go and watch a bunch of? I think like fighting, like UFC and boxing, I think so. Like, I just think this. is... Not disgusting because these people obviously put a lot of time in, but like the idea of just fighting to to, to win a competition—it's just like I think it's one of the most barbaric things you can do mm. and see. And it actually makes me feel—and I, I, I do watch it. I almost watch like UFC sometimes so you like squinted eyes because I'm like, "Fuck!" like They're obviously really talented and they're incredibly strong, mm. but imagine just jumping on someone and then just pummeling their face. Like it's just not in me to do that. I've dreamed about it, <laughs> but the idea of it makes me feel like yeah. a bit uncomfortable.
0: You know? Uh, I, I'd see what you mean. Um, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But I I don't know. There's something interesting about it. It's, not something, it's nothing I would ever want to do, but I definitely respect it as an art form.
1: <laughs> an art form.
0: We were talking then about boxing. This guy had, like, his big swollen hands and stuff. And I was like, why is he, sw- was he not wearing gloves? And um, my friend Diggs was like, no, he was... Uh, Bare knuckle fighting. I'm like, what? So that's not a real thing. You're having me on bare knuckle fight. Bare knuckle fighting. And I was like, oh my god. And then he told me to watch this documentary called Knuckle or Knuckles, which I watched last night, and it was phenomenal. Um, it follows traveller families, and it's based in Ireland, and it's all about how they they have their clans, which is just their surname, and they challenge other clans to fight and i'm telling you like this was filmed years ago i think the last film last fight that was on this documentary was about 10 years ago and they were putting in like 60,000 pounds per family so each family would chuck in 60,000 pounds so the pot of money at the end is 120,000 pounds and the winner takes that money but it but the, it comes back to the clan again so like if you're the one fighting, your auntie might throw in five thousand pound, and your other cousin might throw in five thousand pound, but then they'd get ten thousand back, Obvious because they have just such faith in you fighting. But apparently, don't even do it for the money; they just do it for the name.
1: And I'm like, Whew, it was good. It was a good documentary. That's I mean, That's that's crazy shit. Like just going there just for a fucking name. It's like that's like that's animalistic, mm. in my opinion. The name, honor. No.
0: Just you're you're fighting for your name because what happens is they'll they sent like the recorder message like, oh, you said this and you said this to me. And then they'll send the videotape back to the other family and the family will watch it. And they'll be like, oh, they've just challenged me a fight. And it's like, well, you can't not, you can't really back down. Otherwise people will think you're scared. So they just fight. And I'm just like, it's all bare knuckle. And I'm, and this guy's just like blood all over his face. And I'm like,
1: oh, oh, oh.
0: And then what's really crazy. This is, is so, why they gone. There's just there's this bit where, well, basically what happened was it follows this one guy who's an older brother, and at, at the start, basically the guy who made the documentary was asked to record his younger brother's wedding. So the younger brother was getting married. They needed somebody to film it. They asked this guy. He, well, I can't really remember how, they but he basically just then got asked to come back and film a fight. So he did it, and they sort of just got ho- hooked up into this sort of family and he just started filming it and said we'll make a bit of a documentary out of it at the end so the the younger brother then had to fight somebody and he started biting the other guy so he got disqualified because you're not allowed to bite it's out against mm. the rules so he got disqualified and then the very last fight which was the one for 1200 pound pound,
1: hundred no 1200
0: 1, know £1. <laughs> <laughs> the it was the same two people fighting again but this was like nine years later um so the one that bit and then right this is not in the documentary but i was like at at the end of this i was like that 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 must still go on i thought i'll just have we google and see what it is the younger brother who got married at the very start of the documentary who brought about the whole documentary his wedding he's now in prison because he beat up and killed his wife oh my goodness and and i was sitting there i was sitting last night and this is about half one in the morning and I was like, I was really not really upset, but I was like, but I, I like that's Jacqueline. I, I seen her wedding tape because <laughs> I was oh, like, I felt good, like I was at yeah. her wedding because it's in the documentary, and you see her kids be born, and I was just like, oh, oh, and like, no, she's like, she's dead. I was just like, no, this is it was emotional. It was an emotional night. Then I didn't sleep very well
1: after that. To be fair, you wouldn't like it's because I guess you're yeah. documentary that follows their life and stuff. You see their growth, and then suddenly. Actually, he's batshit crazy and just killed his family. That's fucked up. That's really fucked up. Mad. This is why why fighting is ridiculous and the gays are perfect because you've seen Pose, right? I love Pose. Right. And the way that they deal with their issues is even if they have their name and their honor and everything to deal with, how did they do it? They danced. Dance. They danced and they completed it in balls. And that's how they dealt with their differences instead of hitting each other because that's ridiculous. And I just believe that more things can be dealt with that way
0: well speaking of that don't forget what you said you would do
1: did you forget uh i'm gonna hold a party yeah is that what you're talking about yeah yeah, a yeah. ballroom party
0: what
1: yeah it'll be early september what um, i think i've got the weekend i just need to plan it yeah R-
0: early september yeah why you said six
1: months away when you told me, so it would be like, well, I told a bunch of people as well, like at rugby. And then they were like, six months are too long. You don't need that long to plan. And I was like, they were like, no, just do it in like um, two months or whatever. And I was like, well, fair enough. Cause I'd like it to be in the summer. So that would make sense because there's the chance that we'll have at our, at our house, which we'd need like the garden and stuff open. Um, so that's why, but yeah, imagine a ballroom party, four different categories. You build your own houses. um, and yeah, it should be amazing, but I do need to sort it out because it's it's going to take quite not loads of planning, but a little bit of planning at least. You wouldn't even compete anyway, though. I wouldn't. To be fair, yeah. Me <laughs> too.
0: i like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go do you though. I like though? to go and just get. Uh, I'll pick my favorite theme and come. Dra- I do like fancy dress, to be honest. I do like fancy dress.
1: Easy, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying it needs to be yeah. out and out drag. I'm not saying that everyone needs to be in drag. It and and I'll make a point of saying that. But at least some sort of costume based. Something relatively flamboyant, you know, or you know, just something of the time would be really cute. Um, Number one rule no effort, no entry. I'm not going to start turning people away. Although some stragglers will probably try and come that I haven't invited. I bet you're in it. Like, try and get to the house mm. and shit. And I'll be like, excuse me, do you have an invitation? Because it will have to be that way. Like, everyone's <laughs> going to want to come to this party, innit? So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll turn away. I also don't <laughs> think my house is big enough. So I need to see if there's another site, another venue they might be able to use. And then I don't have to clean as well. well, Why can't we? Well, I've quite a bit to talk about, so let's jump right in. Well, I wanted to talk about the whole Israel Falau thing, because we've mentioned it before. Um, and obviously, we're talking about uh, his comments and things on social media, and then he was fired by his employer, the Rugby Association in Australia. And then I think we hadn't really spoken about it, although we have posts online most recently that he then started a GoFundMe page, um, mm-hmm. which was then also taken down. And do you know how much he raised up? neck like, over over like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Which you were right; you said a lot of people were going to give money. And I was like, I'll be surprised. I
0: told you. But, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, you did. You did. Say, I see, uh, he would um, He would
0: have got all three million. He would have easily got all three million because there's some Christians out there who are just batshit crazy and they have money. So.
1: For sure. Yeah. I mean, they are. And so it's so difficult because, like, it's not difficult in some ways because I don't normally get emotionally invested in some way or have feelings towards a lot of the issues because I do try my best to think, okay, well, let me think about their perspective and their viewpoint when it comes to even his situation. Like, he has this strong belief system that, like, he has these beliefs that he he feels he's being done unjustly, right? And it reminds me of like this this happened at work with this girl who recently went through a big tribunal in the court and stuff and it was actually denied. But she believed, and others have described it as crazy, like she believed in her cause, right? And he must believe so much in his cause that he was unfairly dismissed from his um, workplace. But it's it's just I don't know, like, I'm, well, I say I'm super happy that his, I, first, we'll go to the GoFundMe thing. That's ridiculous. Like, the fact that he'd started a campaign to raise $3 million of people's money to go and help his legal fees, I thought was insane. Because I don't know if he had any intention. He's going for like $10 million against his employee. If he has any intention of, I don't know, donating any. If he did somehow win money or get it, and people donated $3 million on this site, and there was no cap on it. And he also didn't need to use it for legal fees. There's nothing in it. In fact, it, they made a point of saying, uh, he made a point of saying on the website that actually um, it may not be used for the intended purpose, basically. If he was going to give some of that away, because at the moment, if you look at like the page, it's quite funny because you've got his legal fees and then everything underneath it is about like these dying children and then needs to have healthcare. And you just think they're really not the same, are they? They're really not equatable. No. Equitable? What's the word you say? Comparable. Comparable? That's a much better word. That makes sense. They're not comparable in any way, shape, or form, in my opinion. These dying children and his legal fees for being fired for something that he actually broke the rules of. Them. Like, um, you saw the tweet from have you seen these tweets from Drew Mitchell? Yeah,
0: I've seen Drew Mitchell's post.
1: Yeah. I thought it was sort of really cute. So he was like, um So the amount the seven hundred and sixty five K that's been donated will be refunded to all of those that had given money. And then you've written Wouldn't it be amazing if everyone decided to re-donate their pledges towards other people's pages who are in a fight of their life and you think that'd be amazing isn't it the fact that he was able to raise so much money and some of these, that'd be awesome obviously it's their choice and you know if they're like militant Christians and the belief system have, have you seen this thing mm. about um, his wife yeah I told you about it yesterday oh good what do you think about it she wasn't she wasn't she had just written uh, uh, sent a link and then written support and um, on her social media and there was no do you think she should have been reprimanded from her employer
0: See, this is tricky because I, I often say stuff out of instinct and my gut, which doesn't really make sense. But I would say she basically reshared it. First of all, they're married, okay? So what's his is what's hers. And they also have over 7 or £8 million pounds worth of dollars in property. So they can just sell a house. Do you know what I mean? Sell one of their many houses and cover their own legal fees. They don't need to ask general public for it. She is... I am assuming a Christian as well and probably has the same level of belief as him. So I would say that she still, full, she has, she would still agree with what he says. And she must do if, she, you know, she's sharing the post to raise money for the legal fees. I I don't know if she should be reprimanded, if I'm honest. I don't know. I can understand why people are upset. Like it was the other pro netballer, because she's a netballer, and the other pro netballer said, this is not good enough. You know, we don't support homophobia and it's, you know, it's, she's not done anything wrong. Like she's not said anything herself, but it's clear that she has those views Mm -hmm. and she's sharing this post to raise money to, to make a stance that what he's saying shouldn't be punishable. So it's clear that she has the views, but she's not said it. So it's like, you can't really punish something for something that they've not done.
1: Yeah. And she should be allowed her own views. He should be allowed his own views as well. It's more just about how you express them, I guess.
0: Well, no, this is this is this is the thing. He he is allowed his own views, and this is the because I, I seen somebody saying about how they think it's unfair that his campaign was taken down off the GoFundMe page. Who said that? Oh, I just I I seen comments in one of the posts about it somewhere on social media. Okay, and they they're basically saying they're saying this because they think it's it's because he's because he's he should still be allowed allowed his voice and his chance to say what he is and i'm like and i'm like no 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 he is still allowed to say whatever he wants to say but it doesn't mean that everyone has to give him a platform to do it so for example it's the gofundme page they're well entitled because they're a company run by themselves they're able to say look we want we can have whatever we want on our on our website as a gofundme if we don't think we want to support the cause you want to raise money for they don't have to it's they true. don't have to give yeah. him a platform that's not that's not them saying don't have your beliefs. It's Saying you you have your beliefs, but you're not going to use our platform to do it because we don't agree with it. It's like people they seem didn't even to, say that though,
1: they did. said that it, it breaks their terms and conditions.
0: No, I know, but I'm just people. But they're what this these comments I was reading today were saying that um, they think it's unfair that GoFundMe kicked them off. They're clearly just you know supporting the bigger cause or whatever it was. But people seem to be confused by what free speech free speech isn't entitlement to speak wherever you want you know i think i've used the example before but if you if you were to support one football team if you were to support man united and you walked into a man city supporters bar and shout whatever you want you can probably you know you'll probably get punched in the face let's just say you can't you can't do it do what you want but just deal with the consequences
1: Mm. no i agree I definitely agree
0: but anyway in um i don't think I, I don't think she should be punished
1: i don't yeah it doesn't I don't think there's a clear line that says that she necessarily has homophobic views I mean she's supporting her husband, which is i guess somewhat admirable and she might be a Christian anyway you know like you do need the united front and she, i mean obviously I don't know the relationship, but you'd hope that you know who your husband was before you'd got together and would share somewhat similar views, you know so it's not ridiculous. I, I don't yeah. necessarily believe that she should have been reprimanded. I don't believe that she's made a stance against like um, LGBTQ and everything like that. So um, no, no, I think that's fair. But did you hear that there's a uh, there's a Christian group that um going to start up another fundraising campaign?
0: Oh, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah, they called the Australian Christian Lobby, and um, they so on the internet it says they're a prominent conservative Christian advocacy organization. Um, and it's quite similar to the Christian right lobby groups in the United States Um, in 2017 it conducted a high profile unsuccessful campaign to retain the legal definition of marriage as being between a man and a woman and sought exempt debate on this topic from hate speech laws so I think they're just very 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 right wing Uh, I read Mm -hmm. that so the things that they support um, well I'd say what they oppose so their group opposes abortion euthanasia, surrogacy a same-sex marriage and LGBTIQ parenting and adoption, current halal certification arrangements they're against in their country. So halal, they're against halal certification. Mm, they
0: sound like a they they sound like a fun group.
1: Yeah. So I don't know what's gonna happen if it will be interesting to follow this. It's a little bit for me. It kind of reminds me of like Love Islands because obviously he's going through all of his life dramas now. Like this is like this is literally the Oh my his life god he likes to play it. <laughs> um, What? <laughs>
0: How can this compare to
1: Love Island? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You did not see it yesterday. Okay? Like, out of nowhere. Because, like, I didn't see this GoFundMe page happen, did you? And suddenly it showed up, and he's like, boom. Then you think, oh, my God, the money's raising, things are going well. And then, boom, his legs are cut from underneath him, and then they take it down, and then he's going to go for another fight. And honestly, if if you watched it, like, things are going well, and then suddenly you're like, fuck, something else has changed. Or what love island like to do the, the the great thing about the show is which is not the great thing about this situation is things just come out of nowhere out of nowhere um and there's been quite a few events with this israel fallout thing like there's been quite a few things that happened you know what I think
0: i mean it is dragging
1: on a bit it is like something it keeps coming up keeps coming up keeps coming up um and you know it looks like he's not going to give up which obviously is his right um, but he's gonna pummel himself into the ground at this point so i don't know where he's gonna get the support from like you'll get it from like a really niche um like far-right group of christians and yeah fine but i don't think it'll have like sca- well i have no idea at this point but i'd be surprised if like their influence has a bigger scale on like what is already happening like the damage he's done to himself and reputation within like the society is bigger than the influence that he'll have with you know i don't know some far right-wing christian group you know
0: yeah
1: it's sort of he's making a fool of himself a bit isn't he he's so open about it it's madness like he's doing everything as well in the public eye you know because he's saying his faith tells him so and he needs to i don't know like it's just like i don't know if he could have done some of these things he'd like i don't know um he could have submitted his um Well, basically, uh, he's going through this legal battle. I don't think he needed to do all of it in the public eye, personally. Like, he didn't need to, but he felt the need to do it because we wouldn't have noticed any of this. It would have just shown up, I don't know, a couple of months down the line saying, oh, an unsuccessful or successful um, appeal had happened, you know? But no, he's choosing to put himself, like, slap bang in the middle, right under the spotlight with this. And I just think, you have to have a certain way of, like, thinking. You have to have, like, this mindset that you're just so right so right,
0: it's cause he because he wants every fucker to pay for him. That's why he wants every. This he has to keep it so public. And no. I, did you watch his video? Did you watch his video promoting it?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Oh my I god! I tell you this, he is. He sounds. He just sounds dumb. Like he just sounds <laughs> dumb. And I'm, oh, I was I was watching, it and he's he's obviously saying stuff. Like the, when the he's saying stuff to pander to his like people to give him money, which obviously you would, but it just it just seems so fake. Like he's sitting there and he's trying to be sincere. And just to me, has a smug smile in the back of his head. He's saying, actually, I've got millions of pounds worth of houses. I've been a pro rugby player and I'm, I'm, I'm now begging for money because I can't be bothered. And I feel it's almost like he feels people should give him money because he needs to make an example. And I don't know if it's his calling to do that or he believes it's his calling. But man, just either pay your own legal fees or pipe the fuck down, like take a seat. Israel, take a fucking seat.
1: I'm really interested to see what will happen. Um, because I don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon to the point where he might end up no. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up using like his own money to transport it with just that almost, you know, like sheer stubbornness, um, and like piquetteness, like yeah. it might even just like bring down his entire life, which I think at this point wouldn't be the worst. And it will show an example that actually it's not okay for those people that think it's okay to spread hate speech. Really?
0: Um cool. Cool, cool, cool. Alrighty. Well oh, um i just farted let's move on to what i want to talk about uh well first of all i want to talk about did you see i posted about yesterday i did you see that bitch spit on that man oh god yeah in the tube
1: i think we had this conversation once before i think about spitting on someone like a long time ago i think it's one of the worst things you could ever do i think it's disgusting
0: i i would punch i would have punched her i would have punched her clean in the throat i asked people on social media to let me know what they would do so i have a few people's responses and a lot of them i'm happy to say are similar to mine in that they would punch her light outs Somebody said he, they would report her to the police. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. You'd punch her. Somebody else was like, I'd laugh in their face. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. You'd punch her. Somebody said, choke him. Probably too scared to anything about it. Oh, It wrote back saying, give him a face full of pavement and then arrest them.
1: I don't think you could do that. Wrote that. Who? Oh, of course he would. He does specials, like, so, like, he volunteers as a policeman. Well, yeah. He can okay. arrest and someone, He can yes. arrest somebody then.
0: Yes, punch him in the throat, smack her, kick her in the cunt. <laughs>
1: oh, my goodness! I wouldn't, I wouldn't punch, but I would actually definitely grab her hair and throw her to the ground. That's something that I would do. I have a little bitch fight. It looked like cheap weave. <laughs> I just saw a video with like this man getting a weave. There's a new like trend when men get weaves. That that's not the point.
0: <laughs> somebody then wrote to me. I think I have it in DMs, but somebody wrote that they don't be- like they wouldn't. They don't think a woman should get
1: punched. Excuse me?
0: Well this is it. This is it, right? They don't think a woman should get hit by a man. I don't believe in hitting woman. Um and I'm like, right. My response to the chat, I don't know where it was, I can't find it now. But my response to the chat was uh I don't think any I don't believe in hitting anyone, but I would hit a woman if I had to hit a woman. I don't care. The message isn't that men shouldn't hit women. The message should be that women shouldn't get in the face of men. I'm not saying, like, this is obviously not a scenario for everything, but a, a woman just can't start a fight. It's my opinion. A woman just can't start a fight thinking that there's no no um, consequence. If somebody, if I'm in a situation where I, I am getting spat on or kicked or punched or nails digging in my, I am going to punch a bitch out. I'm sorry, but I will.
1: I think so. If she, because they think they can just come up to you, right? They think they can just come up to you sometimes because they're willing and be like, you can't do shit to me. You can't do shit to me. But that's not actually true. Um, it actually happened once Once when we were, mm-hmm. um, I was out with my brother and um, this girl had, I don't know how we ended up getting into like, you know, an argument with this girl. Maybe like, I think we might have accidentally pushed her or she might have done the same thing and then she'd come around and she started getting really leery into like my brother's face. Mm mm-hmm. And then she's like a girl being like you can't do this blah blah blah. blah. and you know what she does she's spat in his face oh um so <laughs> he's really bad well he's spat in her face loads he was he was hucking up loads spitting loads and then he grabbed our drinks and then threw it all over her oh. so good she lost her shit and then um oh, yeah God. we had to pull her away and then the bouncers came and then pulled her away they noticed that she was being a bitch they pulled her away and then we tried to say like Yeah, it was all her. And they saw it. They'd seen that it was her. So that was good. Just because he was a man and she was a woman, they didn't necessarily see that that it was him. And she got chucked out and we stayed in. So that was really good. I thought that was actually okay. But he was spitting loads.
0: That was good. Oh, yeah. No, I would definitely have punched her. What about the people in the tube in that scenario? What do you think? Do you think they should have done something? I know there's somebody told her to shut the fuck up, but.
1: The video says she got dragged out of the tube by her hair on the way out. Oh, did they? Because I didn't see that. You don't see it in the video, but you see there. there's that woman near the door that she's arguing with. Yeah. So she spits and then she walks towards the exit. That woman dragged her out by her hair. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (gasps) Oh, fair play. Yeah. yeah. Go on. What a legend. What a wee legend. Well, I hope she gets what's coming to her, that little tramp. What a fucking disgusting cunty tramp. Who spits on somebody? It's just not right. (laughs) Okay, well, actually, what the main thing I want to talk about, which is a bit unusual, but essentially, I was down in the coffee shop yesterday, and I read an article: a man found dead in a porta potty. This is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Last Saturday, seven a.m., they found a dead body in a porta potty. There's no foul play. It just he just died in the toilet, which I guess happens. People have heart attacks and stuff like it's that. Fun. Um but it, excuse the pun, but it's a pretty shitty way to go, right? Could you imagine? And the reason why I'm saying it is a couple of weeks ago we went to we went to Rugby and Union Cup and we experienced port lose. We talked about them on the podcast of that episode. And this just got me thinking about that. And I thought to do something different in this episode we'll talk about porta potties. <laughs> okay. So I did some research. So <laughs> The porta potty, or the, you know, porta loo, we call them here, porta potty in the, in the States, chemical toilet. They're also called sloth buckets, thunder boxes, honey wagons, all these different names. And doing some research into it, I came up with, I found some really funny slogans for companies who hire out porta potties. Uh, porta loos, I don't know why I'm saying porta potties, I'm not American. But, um, we're number my favorite was we're number one in the number two business how brilliant is that <laughs> we're
1: number one for number two business
0: yeah what are they called i, God, I didn't make a note of the company
1: but it's, okay. it's in the
0: states but did you know that well thinking back to a couple of weeks ago when we were in dublin we um were in these portaloos and you know how many people would how many people would have been there? Two, three thousand. Yeah,
1: it's supposed to be two and a half to three thousand people. Yeah, so there was a lot. Well, I mean, there were quite a few toilets, and I can't imagine a lot of them. When you, they, yeah, but yeah, it was disgusting.
0: There were there were, just, and you think all the beer. The, I'm trying to think what type of food was going down. We had crepes, we had sausages, nothing overly too spicy, but you know, it, on top of mixing all that beer, and it wasn't it wasn't a healthy. Wasn't a healthy smell.
1: No, and I looked down there, and there was lots of undigested um, food inside the poos. Did you notice that?
0: Yeah, there's some because some of them have a flap that go backwards, and <laughs> then it just sticks in the poop. Um, yeah. oh, this is a this is a warning, everyone. We're going to talk about poop for a bit. Sticks in the poop, and then if you go in there, and I have to say, I hate porta toilets, and I was. And you caught me coming out, and I was so trying hard not to use it. My stomach was just ready to explode, and it was the most disgusting thing. I sort of just go in, hold my breath, close my eyes, and just aim and hope for the best. You
1: may as well, on not Like, they are disgusting. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, out of Fortaloos, as, as Fortaloos goes, these were not bad ones. I've seen far worse far worse portaloos and I thought these were actually okay
0: they were but I also thought there wasn't enough hot water there wasn't enough water do you know what I mean I didn't there was not enough w-
1: water I don't think the taps work what do you mean the taps inside the portaloos to wash your hands no one ever uses those yeah. that's they're just yeah. for aesthetic yeah. so if you thought they were working that's your fault no I <laughs> my expectation is to wash my hands after nope, I go to the no. toilet no no you've got high your high expectations expectations are too high um, that's why they had the hand gel on the outside. You're wrong. That's your fault. Those taps are for there for no reason at all. Just so you're clear.
0: <laughs> well, I ended up washing them with bottled water and then going back and getting the hand sanitizer. <laughs> um, the porter toilet um, goes dates back to when do you think the first toilet, porta toilet, came out?
1: I think in the '60s. Uh, 80s, no sooner than that. Well, hold on, Portaloo's because that's difficult because they would have been before that. They wouldn't have been those. There would have just been holes in the ground. So, no, 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 no.
0: There's a difference between an outhouse and a okay.
1: portaloo. Um, this riveting conversation has got me on edge.
0: Uh, a port, an outhouse is a uh, built over a hole in the ground and supposed to be built to be at least semi-permanent. A porta loo is a self-contained
1: toilet. When was the first self-contained toilet?
0: <laughs> World War Two. So, World War Two caused the need for more toilets because there's things like shipbuilding, more factories, more work, um, more workstations meant more workers, so more poop means more toilet. Um, but there was a funny one. So the very first porta loo, or one of the very first ones is called the elson um, and basically it was built because in world war Two you had pilots and they were flying over long distances and partly one of the bigger problems well not partly what i read was where do you go to go to the toilet so in the cockpit up the front of the pilot and the co-pilot would have little hoses that they could pee into and it would just go out the side of the plane and drop, um, which I thought was crazy. But out the back, they had a thing called an Elson, which was just basically a bucket. And this guy from the war documented his experience on the Elson. And I'll read out what it says here. It doesn't take much imagination to picture what it was like trying to combat fear and air sickness while struggling to remove enough gear in cramped quarters and at the same time trying to use the bloody Elson. This loathsome creation invariably overflowed on long trips and in turbulence was always prone to bathe the nether regions of the user. It was one of the true reminders to me that war was hell. <laughs> oh my goodness. Could you Could you imagine... Apparently what they used to do as well was fly over ger- German and the Nazis and drop all buck all the buckets out over the Nazis when they were flying by, but yeah, and then it got me thinking as well, how did they clean them?
1: Portloo nowadays or back then
0: yeah, yeah, back back then we're back up to modern day
1: I have no I feel like they just hose them down like there's like machines that must do it now. so they come in a big truck
0: and it's a big suction air air compressed truck. And they put the big hose down the toilet and suck all the crap out. Oh my goodness. Then they come in with water and they flush it all out. And then they suck it all back out again. And then they actually disinfect the whole unit with spray, the whole insides and outsides. They cover it all with disinfectant spray. Um so in festivals, things like that, it should be it should be getting done. If it's a lot busy, it should be done daily, depending on how busy it is smaller things like maybe what we were doing we had enough toilets where it probably didn't have to be done We we only there for two days it probably didn't have to be but by day two it was disgusting. But um I also just got a bit obsessed but which I won't go into now but I got obsessed about learning all the chemicals and stuff that they use and how there's different um different fragrances for different portalous. Now you can buy fragrances like bubblegum and and cherry pop and stuff. You can have your portal fragranced
1: if that's what you want. Um, but mad. I just thought this is crazy. That is so strange that you looked into the chemicals they use <sighs> to clean port-a-loes. Really bizarre. Well, no, it's basically no. It's because
0: I was thinking. You know, we talked about there when you you went in and you looked down and you seen you seen undigested food pieces in with all the. Yes, yeah, disgusting apparently there did you notice that it was blue
1: yes very much because when you pull the pump like yeah
0: yeah well that's the thing that the blue liquid is designed to well there's there's these salt tablets to go in and there's blue liquids that go in as well and it's all it's like it's like, as a geek it was fascinating but it's all designed in a way to make it less needed to be emptied like all that disinfect all those dyes and chemicals in there break down all the shit but also break down the smell so it's supposed to like, you know, it's supposed to make it a better smelling experience. And the blue is also to combat the color of brown.
1: because uh, we've got so. blue. We use blue little tablets in our toilet, but also I never. I've got this natural habit of walking into toilets with, uh my like, not breathing out my nose. Like any toilet anywhere that I ever go, naturally, I'll just start breathing out my mouth because of the smell. Mm. Um, which I think is a great tactic that I have. Do you I hear about going into toilets? What do you hate about going to toilets?
0: I hate, I hate when you go into a toilet and somebody else has left a mess, and you're only going in to piss, and you have to like, you have to either clean up somebody else's mess out of the fear of somebody else walking in behind you and thinking you
1: caused. Oh mess. no, it's actually the worst. It's really embarrassing,
0: isn't it? It is the worst um i just want to talk about shit there for a while that's all i have to say
1: i actually really love talking about poo normally but normally i'm in like an island about myself because i do a lot of poos generally in fact i do it before the podcast but i got hit by something i don't know what it was um and on rugby days i can do anywhere between three and five before i have to leave <laughs> so on a saturday yeah um so that yeah. was really difficult you know on in um in dublin because you well, didn't want to go. I had to go before the first game. I, I went to twice to the and I'd already gone twice at home um, before the very first game. Oh, so I, I, like, I've like i got to get over that fear really quickly because, yeah, rugby days, you have to shit everywhere, and some places are fucking vile. So, yeah. I mean, even at the rugby club the other day, we were there on Saturday. Um, someone had shit, but you know, like, You know the toilet. Okay, so the toilet. You know, there's like a little lip where like the flush comes from behind, like the water. Mm -hmm. Someone had like somehow pooed all the way up, up to where like the toilet seat meets, like the end of the toilet. And I, and I was like, how, how did you do that? How did you? Because it was a lot as well. Like it was right on the back where the flush will never reach. Oh. Someone had to go in there and scrub it, but they won't do it. So then it's been there, and it's a lot. And I just think, wow, you are very talented. I was like jealous.
0: (laughs) <laughs> your ass can do some good stuff oh oh uh, I also hate I also hate that people don't do it you wouldn't want to walk into a shitty toilet why why would you leave it like people I have this habit where I'll flush the toilet wash my hands and then always
1: look back down the bowl to make sure it's clean I do that sometimes I don't do it all the time but um, but, but I'm glad I started doing it I, I do it every single time I I've do, got this really bad habit of forgetting to flush the toilet in my house <gasps> like the past like two weeks where like that's disgusting isn't that bad it's fucking awful and I don't know where it's come from I must be distracted on my phone or something but I've gone for a shit like washed my hands left gone back in there luckily John my housemate hasn't gone in there and I'm like the poo's still there and I'm like fuck and I'm certain almost sometimes that he has done unless it's him but I'm just like is it me oh I don't know who it is I think it's you more than John I, I think it was me I think it was me it's just I can't remember and I, I do I do poo a lot.
0: Big question. Do you right. want, do you do you um wipe front to
1: back or back to front? I don't understand the question. When you're wiping your ass after you poo. Yeah. Do you reach back behind you front. or right. So you I threw my legs, I the... sit down, I do it when I'm sitting down.
0: Yeah. I do yeah. that, but apparently that's the minority. Apparently
1: so. But I feel like my cheeks are really wide and open so I can get as deep as possible to get a good thorough wipe and clean. <laughs> I feel like my cheeks are fully open. And I've got big ass cheeks. So like if I'm standing up, like my 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 bum's gonna close, I'm gonna have to open it with my hands. It's all a fair. Whereas I'm sitting down, I'm already in prime position, you know, just to like feel around and um, get a good deep clean.
0: Yeah. I just also think it's a bit more efficient. You because... know, it's really good,
1: which my mum got, but I don't use in my mouth. Yeah, definitely. What's your mum have? Absolutely. I think for those with big dicks, it might be like um, really hard because their big old willy be in the way. Whereas I don't have to worry about that too much.
0: That's the <laughs> it's only not thing. something I have
1: to worry so maybe about. Maybe like, either, no. <laughs> like one of my friends complains about his willy hitting. Like, ah, we say, so it's not something I have to worry about either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My friend was like, oh god, isn't it awful when like your willy touches the toilet? And I was like, mm, what? <laughs> No. <laughs> not at all. Which friend
0: is this? I need to meet I need to meet him.
1: Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Let me see. Um, <laughs> what my mum got, sorry, was um wet or moist toilet tissues. Mm. They're like baby wipes, but they're not, they're tissues. They're like thinner, like tissues that are wet. Mm. Um, so if you want a really good clean, yep. then you can do that. You just have to do a little dry afterwards because it might feel like you've got lube in your ass or something yeah. if you don't clean yeah. it away, but, um, Um, <laughs> <laughs> baby
0: wipes are not flushable, but these wet, wet, these wet toilet papers are flushable. So a word of warning out there, guys, don't block up your shitter, your shitter drain because using flushing baby wipes. Oh, I didn't really know. There you go. It's true. Excellent. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I doubt anybody's listening still after all that. they probably all cut off. Like the, the one person that's still listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Did you have anything else you wanted to add?
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Need to get to Love Island now. I'll let you jump off.
0: But um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, yeah. Uh, cool. Thank
1: you. <laughs> that's it. Okay. <laughs> We'll have a lovely week, Ashley. Yeah, you too. It's gonna. We're gonna have a heat wave. Are you gonna have a heat wave?
0: Uh, well, it was very sweaty here today. Um, I'm just back from the gym before I jumped on the here to record. But oh my goodness,
1: it has been absolutely moist here. Yeah, and yeah, we're gonna get 32 degrees on Wednesday, which I'm oh, so happy about. So
0: good. I bet we don't get that
1: anyway. No. Everyone, and, have and a I'm good away weeks. with work on Thursday in the owner's house, and we're gonna. Okay. All right then. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. 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 bye.